Good. Anybody in travel? No. No? Oh, you did? Where'd you go? You went to see Mama? No. <laughs> oh, yeah? Nice. Hey, where did you go? Back to Georgia. Georgia. Oh, my, my. How was it? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And, and so you had a good trip? Yeah. Yeah, man. Did you have to wear a mask over there? Yeah. At the whole, during the whole visit? Everywhere outside the house. Everywhere outside too? Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's terrible. Yeah. Is it hot over there right now or cold? Oh, cold. Do you believe that when you die, everyone dies? When you die. Why don't you believe that? I die when I die. And no one else died but you? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so what? Oh, yeah? It's a very interesting question. Yeah. Well, I think so, but I could be wrong. So I don't want to answer that right now. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, they're dead to me when I'm dead, so I guess they all die at the same time. If I had not said yes, would you have said yes? I was still thinking yes when you first said it. So you believe that when you die, everyone dies? They all die to me. What does that mean? It means as far as I'm concerned, they're dead because I'm dead, so everything stops when I die. So when you die, you're dead? I believe so. Ooh. I'm still waiting for D-Live. My, my body is dead. James, no, I'm it's still no waiting for me either. I can't click it on. Okay, I just got it. Your call. What were you saying now? I forget. Oh. So your wife made some really good sweet potato. Oh, Kenny, yeah. Tell her thanks. Okay, cool. It was amazing. <laughs> what the? <laughs> I know. Why don't you like candy amps? Uh, they taste too much like squash. All right. We're doing the intro. Really? find out what it was about. They canceled the people. Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. <clears throat> Thank you so much for being with me. Happy New Year to everybody, and uh, I wish you well this year. Happy New Year, everybody here. I wish you well. Anybody made any of those resolution things for this year? No? Amazing. Um, you could get involved by going to our chat line. Uh, and whatever your questions or comments are, James would let me know, and I will get to them. Uh, I had an amazing holiday. It was more than a notion. It was so good, it made you want to slap your mama. 
<laughs> it was amazing. I didn't travel. I didn't do anything. I stayed home the whole time. Well, I went to the gym one day. But other than that, I stayed home. I, uh, anybody have any questions? Anybody have any questions or anything before I get rolling here? Yes, Raymond. I don't know how you saw, celebrated New, uh, when New Year's Eve and New Year's Eve when it came, but I I celebrated by just praying, just praying, because to me that's all all I knew I could do at that time. You prayed all day. <laughs> what were you praying for? I what just pray, I just pray, uh, prayed at mid start at midnight. Oh, just until midnight, twelve oh yeah. one kind of thing. Yes. Oh, okay. Nice. Anybody else? No? Oh, amazing. So we can just take up the offering and leave there. Because everybody's doing fire, right? <laughs> and this is a fellowship. And no one. So what we do is, I noticed that men and white people are becoming obsolete. Have you noticed that? Isn't that terrible? It's just terrible. Why is that happening? Is it racism, you say? Right here. Uh, right there, yeah. I said... Oh. It's on. Oh, okay. I said the idea of racism. You think that they're becoming obsolete because of racism? Yes. And what do you mean by that? Well, because like a lot of people, when they think that black people and, like, white people, like, they're two different people kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they separate themselves, and then they attach themselves to the idea of their, the white people are bad and stuff like that. Right. That's amazing. Yes, Mary. Is this your first time here? Yeah. Um, Yes, this is my first time here. What's your name? My name is um, Layla. Layla, welcome. Thank you. How did you hear about us? My father. Oh, that's your father? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys drove up from Arizona today? Yes. Nice. Any questions for me? Um, No, not right now. What's your impression of your father? I'm my father. Uh... I am big and strong. <laughs> Is that it? Crush it. I'm crushing it. <laughs> Amazing. How old are you? Um, I'm 17. I'm oh, going yeah. to be 18 in February. And how's your life going so far? Um, it's going all right. Life. Why not amazing? <laughs> yes. Why isn't it amazing? Um, like, it's all right. Like, I can't exactly call it amazing. I don't know what is amazing. Right. And what can make it better? I think I just have to find that out. Oh, okay. Nice. Thank you for coming, all right? Thank you. Uh, Mary, did you have your hand about that? Uh, who had? I saw a hand. Oh, okay. Um, it's because men have no courage, and white people have no courage. And the last thing 
that you want is to be a coward in life. I was thinking about this when I uh, during the weekend. When I was growing up, I didn't know cowards. You know what I'm saying? And if a man uh, was a coward or a woman, they were called out. But now it seems like everybody is afraid. They just have fear of everything. And I don't know how it got that way. I mean, I kind of know. But you can't live that way, folks. You're losing your country because you're cowards. You're losing your family. You're losing everything because you're cowards. And we got to overcome that real soon. All right? And I don't even know how men live with themselves being cowards. Oh, unless you stay high all the time, right? <laughs> that's why everybody smoke pot, huh? Right? So that's how they deal with it, by keeping you high. But it's a horrible way to live. I'd rather stand and stand until I get it right before I become a coward. America needs you to stand up. Because it's not about color, it's about character. So one uh, one thing that we're going to do this year, we're going to focus on love, and we need to return to Christianity. We need to bring that back. I, I've noticed that it's hard for a lot of people to even admit that they are Christian. They're afraid of being attacked, or or for some reason they hate it. And we got to bring Christianity back. It's an honor to be a Christian. It's a blessing given to us by God to be a Christian. And I asked most people this past year, are you a Christian? Uh, depending on what you mean by Christian. Are you a Christian? I'm spiritual. And then when you ask, well, what is spiritual? They have no idea. <laughs> I think they got that from Oprah. <laughs> Everybody's spiritual now. We need Christians in America. And we need to get over this idea of being afraid to be a Christian. It's a blessing. And be grateful that we have the opportunity to be a Christian. And we live in a country that was given to us by God. It was created by Christians. And now you have men and women who are afraid to say that they are Christians. I just never imagined it would get to this point. But hopefully we can, get it, we can turn it around this year. We got to turn it around. So the the first thing is we got to focus on love. You got to love God. You don't have to, but you, you should love God with all your heart, soul, and might, along with nothing else. You have to love him more than you do yourself, your, your daddy, your mama, your wife, your children, your money, your so-called friends, your house. You can't love anything more than you love him. Otherwise, you would be a coward. So we gotta, you got to come back to that, to loving God with all your heart, soul, and might. we got to get back to that, because in that, there is no fear. None. Zero. You cannot be controlled. You cannot be manipulated. And you cannot be used or anything if you love God with all your heart, soul, and might. And... So what is, and then you got to love your neighbor as yourself. I've noticed that the Christians are acting just like the non-Christians. They turn on each other as quickly as a so-called sinner would. They don't, they have no, no love for one another at all. 
It's crazy to see, is God out of control? But that's what the enemy of God wants. But we got to love one another. We got to love one another. And if you love God with all your heart, soul, and might, you will love one another. You can't help it. So we got to get back to that. And I want to, unless you have questions or something, this is a fellowship. It's not a test, all right? It's not a test. It's a fellowship. Uh, right here. I want to talk about how to get back to loving God with all your heart, soul, and might. Yes, sir. Jesse, uh, can you explain what is a Christian? See? When did this happen? <laughs> I, I know what a Christian is supposed to be. What is it supposed to be? It's uh, one that follows Christ. But the examples uh, that I've seen around me of people that call themselves Christian, it, it, it seems like it, it's, um, it's counter of what Christ, of, of someone that would follow Christ. So are you a Christian? No. You're not a Christian? No. What are you, Muslim? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I grew up, uh, um, my mother was Catholic, um, and my family that she married into were uh, Southern Baptists. And then when I was, uh, you know, right after my mom passed, around 11 years old, um, my father converted to Islam. What a mess, huh? I know. No wonder you lost. And then, <laughs> and then after that, um, after you know being in the, mosque, I don't even understand why anyone would want to leave Christianity. It doesn't register to me for another religion. Well, it's the, the number one religion. The reason why a lot of black folks, I think, have been uh, yeah. leaving Christianity is because of cultural Marxism. They have hatred for the white man and the white man's Bible. So Yeah, I've been seeing that coming for a while now. You're yeah, right about that. And, uh, you know, my father, uh, you know, he had, and he'll tell you, he didn't, he didn't teach me to hate. Why but, haven't you gone back to Christianity now that you're an adult? Because uh, I, I'm trying to find out what that is. Oh, I see. Right? So when I was... Uh, do we have any Christians here? Oh, everybody and their mama. What? The? What I realized We're though. We're going to find out what it is. Good, good. When I what I realized though is that uh, when I saw a lot of the, the the Muslims doing a lot of the same things that the the Christians were doing, which were like you know all these kind of uh, what some people may call heathen type practices, you know, just being ungodly. It looked the same to me. And then what I ended up doing, uh, I got heavily into martial arts. And the man that seemed more, more, most, mostly Christ-like to me was a, a Japanese sensei. And so I left the mosque, and I trained on this sensei for a long time who had, you know, probably a lot of primary philosophies in Buddhism, but mostly he, he listened to everybody. And it just seemed like he was not afraid of whatever was true coming from any of the sources. To be honest with you, Jesse, one of the things that attracted me to you was you have a spirit like his where you're not afraid. And in that act of not being afraid. At one time, I was afraid. I used to be afraid, really. But I was afraid of stupid stuff. You know, I wasn't afraid of real stuff. 
I was afraid of women. I couldn't speak up to them. And I didn't know I was fighting against the mama spirit at the time. And and what else was I afraid of? That's it. <laughs> That's amazing. But you know, when you're when you have real love, you're not afraid. Right. And I think that's what I was getting from my sensei. So whenever I meet people that have that vibe of, you know, of just being able to stand in, 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 their, in, the, in, their, in love, right? Do you have fear now? Not since December. Oh. Yes. Perfect love? Yes. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, let me see the hands of the Christians. Oh, okay. The young... Uh, and just I, I want I want someone to tell you the reason why I brought this up, Christian, is because I, I listened to a uh, uh, what was it? There was something released yesterday. It was like a five minute clip. You were talking about Bill Maher, and you said that one of the problems was that they, that they made it into a religion, that that was a problem, and that we have to be born again of the Spirit. I'm not really connected with Christianity as a religion, but that spiritual thing I know is real because I I. Feel it in people like my sensei, like you. People but that Christianity have real love. is a religion. It's just you be you're born of the Spirit of God, and then but you're born into a Christian religion. It's not Muslim. It's not Catholic. Even though they say Catholic are Christians, right? And you should be okay with that. And if other people don't like it, give them the finger. <laughs> you know what I mean? What is a Christian? What is Christianity for this young man? Um, to me, it's always been trying to live life as close to how Christ lived, right? So uh, not living with anger or fear or resentment, yeah. jealousy, uh, not putting any of those above God, putting God above everything. Yeah. Um, and also, and, you know. And so do you have fear? Not anymore. You have perfect love? Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Were you, uh, have you always been a, a Christian? Were you born a Christian? I was raised a Christian, religion? but I wasn't always, I didn't always think and why not? or live like a Christian. Because I got caught up in the world. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Good, man. So, it's to love God with all your heart, soul, and might. If you are a follower of God, as you said, you have perfect love. And no one or no thing can make you deviate from that, no matter what you have to go through. Because once you were born into it, you cannot be changed from it. Right here, was a, you're a Christian now, right? Yeah. Okay. So you went and dealt with your mother. Yeah. And remember, he, he had a hard time going, why, why didn't you go before I kind of made you go? <laughs> nah, because um, c he c had all the answers, but all hate. <laughs> yeah, cause uh, c well, the reason I didn't do it is cause I, I thought it was um, I thought it was bullshit. I thought that I would go and do it. Are you a millennial or Z? I was born in ninety nine, man. What is he, James? Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought I thought I thought I would I thought I would do it. And not, and nothing will happen. But I I felt it right then and there when when I was forgiving my mother. Um, so what happened? I, I I just um like what 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 you feel when you do the um when you do the silent prayer. It's like you, you feel your energy, and that's the spirit. And I felt I, as if something was being replaced, like my heart for a new one, for a new. 
I don't know, that's a bit more symbolism. Um, but I felt that, and then when my mom started to give me excuses, yeah. I just didn't care. I thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What made you think that God said, go and forgive before you enter into the kingdom of heaven? Why did you think it was, as you said, BS stuff? What, what, why did, why did think? I think it was BS? Yeah. Because I thought that that resentment would, you know, just, I thought that that resentment would overpower and I would still have the resentment even after, but I was wrong. But what made you think that? What made, I don't know, the the thoughts, I was listening to my thoughts, I guess. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I know I should never listen to my thoughts. Yeah. Good, man. Well, I'm glad you finally did it. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, and so now you are a Christian. Yeah, I'm a Christian. Oh, okay. But um, I, I think I disagree with you about it being a religion. Like, I think a religion is man-made. I, I just think Christianity is the right way to be. It's, it's the but innate if, way of being. If you want, if someone asks you. Oh, I'll say I'm Christian. I'm Christian. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. It's just a yeah. form of a, don't be so holy you can't have your names. No, no, no. No, no that's not what you I'm saying. What I'm saying. <laughs> it's okay. No, no that, that's, that's not what I'm saying. I just think uh, if someone say ask what religion are you a part of, would you know you're gonna say I'm spiritual religion? Oh no, uh, no, I'm a Christian, right? I'm a Christian. That's okay. about that or anything. Yes, sir. So one of the reasons I don't like say I'm a Christian is because 90% of Christians believe that Jesus was God, and I believe that that is a different religion than the religion that you teach and that I believe in, that Jesus was God's son. So what does that have to do with you, that 90% of people believe that? Why, because if somebody why asks, would that stop you from saying it? Well, because if somebody asks me if I'm a Christian and I say yes, then they're <laughs> going to assume that I'm in that group, and I don't want to be in that group. You assume... I, I, have you ever heard James <laughs> Haight use the word assume? I have. <laughs> he said assume. <laughs> and so if 90% of the people decide to jump into the ocean, will you jump too? No, I'm, I'm not going to fall into the ocean, and I'm not going to believe that God is Jesus, but I don't want other people to think that that's what I believe, because I think that's a different religion. You can't help what people think, man. But to me, that's as different as Muslim and Christian. The two religions are just I know, as different. I know, but you, you cannot, you can't not be that just because others think Jesus is God or whatever they think. But maybe we should come up with a new name, and so that would meet, show that we're different from the rest of them. What? Uh, um, let me ask: Did Jesus ever say in the Bible to pray in His name? I believe he said, ask anything in my name and I'll give it to you. And then ask. he said, you don't have to ask, not that I will ask for you, but you can ask God directly, something along those lines. He said that whatever you ask in his name? Yeah, I believe so. That's in the Bible? I believe so. Okay. But he never said to pray in my name? No, I don't think he have ever Have you said ever that. prayed in the name of Jesus? I believe I have. You, and why? I was trained to do it. It's so easy to train people. Yeah. People like monkeys. Especially betas. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, know. I didn't yeah. know until recently when I started hearing this more that people are very easy to train. They're like, they're like, who's that? A monkey. They're like, they're, 
you know, I've heard of people putting other people on pedestals and making them your your godlike or your guru or whatever. To me, that's abnormal. And I remember when I first started Barney, if you listen to some of the old tapes, you hear me say, I'm just Jesse. Don't, li- don't follow me. Don't believe me. Let it go in one ear and out the other, because if you don't know it for yourself, you don't know if it's true or not. But people like, and I've been trying to figure out what happens that make people become that way. Because when I was growing up in Alabama, I grew up in Alabama on a plantation. You know what I'm saying? Under the Jim Crow laws, right after slavery, I guess. <laughs> Even though slavery is like 150 years old, gone, right? And, and I didn't grow up with people having gurus and uh, making someone else your leader. And, and I, I, I feel like that. I'll rebel in a minute. I'm not going to follow anyone. It doesn't matter. Even when I was a kid, I wouldn't follow anyone. And because my grandparents were not like that, the people around me were not like that. And I never understood why people did it. I know now. I think I know now because I've been thinking about it. Uh, Joella and I, Joelle and I had a little talk, a little bit about it on the radio this week, this past week, why people uh, put you up as a guru even when you tell them not to. They still do it anyway. I think I know why now. I think I do. Because when I was growing up, it was never like that. Even when I moved out here, there were people I admired, you know, preachers and others. But I would not let them be my leader. It's just they were smart, they were wise, but I could separate the wiseness from the man. It was like it was just a man who God is using to speak through. But that man is no different than any of us, you know what I'm saying? He still had to go to the bathroom. He still had to pray. He still had to overcome the fallen state. But for some reason, God decided to use that person because God is not into things as we are. We are into you can't be doing anything wrong, right? And so what people do, they put these people on a pedestal, and as soon as they find out one thing about you, it's over. And then they'll blame you for it. And you didn't even know they were on a pedestal. I'm like, what the? <laughs> I think I know. I think I know. That's when I ask that question, when, when, when you die, does everyone die? And you say yes, right? Yes. And, and why do you say yes? When you die, will <laughs> everyone die? Because when I, when I die, then everything in this life is done to me. I become a spiritual being, and this, doesn't, this is like it doesn't exist anymore. Okay. I want to go to somewhere else, but i got to ask, you are being influenced by not wanting to believe and say out loud that you're a Christian because other people believe that Jesus is God. Yes. Do you realize you're being influenced? I do. And are you going to stay that way this year, All, this whole year too? I hope not. Is this hard to overcome? Yes. And why? Um, <clears throat> because I've been trained all my life a certain way, and it's very hard to untrain your mind. So it's hard to untrain and just be yourself. It's hard not to see every, like, you know, I was raised a Christian in, in a very, like, you know, small Christian group. 
that we're very big on training you to be a certain way. And so I have a hard time not seeing everything through those eyes still yeah. and, and being, just seeing it for itself and not interpreting it. And so do you believe Jesus was God or the Son of God? I believe he was the Son of God. And so that doesn't free you up to believe that from what the world thinks about you? Does that, what do you mean does that free me up? To say, hey, I'm a Christian. I believe Jesus was the Son of God. Well, this is one of the things is, is the Christian group I was raised in, I was trained to look at all other Christians as worse than our group, and so you couldn't associate with them. So even to this day, I have a hard time, you know, not seeing them through those eyes. It was very cult-like, yeah. Oh, it was? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. How did, were you on pot at one time? Yes, I have been. Oh, I know. But not, but that, but hey, <laughs> listen, I was on pot because of being in the church, not for, you know, that's what did it to me. Because, so like you, you said, that courage was all messed up inside of me, and pot was the escape. So you were on pot because you were in church? Yes. <clears throat> so you were going to church, and one day you're like, this is too much for me, I need a joint. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you know the pot that they make now will kill you? Probably. It's not normal. See, they got high. <laughs> when, I, when I was smoking pot, it was like regular pot. It didn't have this nasty killer odor that it kills all the bugs around you. So I would be careful with that. So I would, oh, I'm going to tell you how to overcome, suggest how to overcome that right. in a minute. All right. All right. Yes. You don't want to say you're a Christian because other people think Jesus is God. Okay. Yes, uh, Cheryl. Um, okay. So sometimes I don't want to say I'm a Christian. because You don't want to say it either? So, sometimes I'm hesitant to say I'm a Christian. And why? Because I know that I'm... We got to bring Christianity back. This is America. I, I get it, but I... What the? I, I know. Go ahead. But I think I think my thoughts are like, but you do this. How could you be a Christian? But you do that. How could you be a Christian? Or like if I fall down or I do something that I think is a sin. Right. Then it then That's the, de- part then of the, the devil Yeah, then the devil's like, Well you can't be how are you gonna say you're a Christian? What if somebody finds out this or how they, how you really live your life? And how could you say you're a Christian? So I think that sometimes that gets in my way. Really? Because if you say you were a Christian, they're going to judge you a little Father State stuff. Yeah. Did God say before you enter into the kingdom, you must stop smoking pot or having sex out of wedlock or lying, stealing, and killing? Or did he say, go and forgive? He just said, go and forgive. So he didn't seem to be caring about that other stuff that much, right? right. Have you noticed that? When God said... Uh, in, in order to be born again, to enter into the kingdom, you must forgive. He didn't say, in order to be born into the kingdom of heaven, you got to stop having sex out of wedlock. You got to stop doing drugs. You got to stop uh, all this other stuff that you're doing, right? He said you must forgive because anger is the nature of Satan and it's full of hate and it's evil. It's pure evil. And you cannot enter into the kingdom with that. But and so why do you feel guilty about all that other stuff if he doesn't seem to be concerned about it? I just think I'm uh, almost like 
the gentleman up there, I think it's just you've just been taught that way. Yes. Like you have to be perfect. And it, there's no, like when you say, you, of myself I know nothing and of myself I can do nothing, I of myself cannot be perfect. And can, so what does it mean to be perfect when he said that? You do have to be perfect. But not, of my, but not me being perfect. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your spirit. Right. It's him that. Because his spirit is perfect. Right. Have you guys thought about this before that God said in order to enter the kingdom, you must forgive? He didn't say you have to clean yourself up first, right? He said forgive and he'll bring you in. Anybody thought about that? And and do you have guilt as a result? So, um, let me just ask right here first. And then I'll come back to you, Cheryl. So as a result, do you feel guilty being a Christian because you still do some of those things? Uh, learning from maybe at one point I did, but after kind of learning from you, I've, I've learned to see it for what it was, and it's sort of judging myself, which, you know, doesn't do us any good. Right. Um, so, you know. So you're like become a, you became a Christian, right? I was born into it. I, you know, I lapsed, you know, oh, when like I was From younger. your mother into Christianity? I'm sorry? You, when you say you were born into it, what do you mean? I just raised Catholic, uh, you know, oh, okay. knew all about Jesus and everything like that. Um, and I, I've come to, the older I get, the more I've come to value that I was born into it. Um, Did you yeah. think that before you can enter into the kingdom, you must, all that stuff must be gone already? I never really thought about it until I, you know, came started like coming here. Isn't it like for thought? It is. And, and the way I kind of come to realize it is, is what forgiving genuinely forgiving does is it kind of breaks away chains on you like it it i notice when you let's in you know the, the our father it says forgive us our trespasses and as we forgive those who trespass against us right and it's like i've i've come to recognize that as like by forgiving those who trespassed against us, it's we're letting go of that resentment that we might, that we might have held over them, and by doing that, it's it's almost like literally breaking chains off of you, so you can enter you know the kingdom of heaven or or just live your life in perfect love. You know. How do you react? Do you tell people you're a Christian? I don't go around like praise you know praise Jesus all that stuff, but no, like if, so, if somebody brings Bible thumb. we no, have no, any Bible but, thumpers. <laughs> it's okay if we do, but yeah, it, we have one. You raise your hand. Nice. See, that's my but, friend. Yeah. If <laughs> if somebody just if I'm sitting with somebody and they ask me, I'm more than happy to tell them. And if they want to know more, I'm happy to explain it. But I don't. Yeah. I, I, and I don't if, go out if of my they way. say, "Hey, I know that you are a slut baker," what do you think? Then the, are you say, "I'm just playing. I'm not a Christian." No. I just I said um, it's never come up, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's never really come up. We've been so dumbed down and brainwashed about God and about Christianity and about life that it's not even funny. Mm -hmm. It is so sad. And a lot of people are suffering unnecessarily because of the brainwashing. But I will, I will tell you, though, that the, the couple of you know, times where something like that's come up like organically in a conversation, like I've noticed because, you know, it's L.A., everyone's spiritual, everyone's whatever, you know, Buddhist or some <laughs> crazy stuff. Yeah. And I... I noticed maybe a handful of times that people were, when I would just flat out or, you know, honestly tell them what I am and what I believe in and, and how I've come to believe it, they're more, they kind of like want to hear a little bit more. Like it's, I feel like when I speak about my Christianity and why I believe that, 
not everybody, but some people, I can tell that there's like a like an interest in it. Like yes. they because it's like we don't hear about it anymore. We, we That's we've right. Come, we've gotten used out. to yeah, we've gotten used to it being you know made fun of or yeah. demonized or whatever. That when when you talk about it honestly with some people, I, I guess the right person who's kind of a little bit of them is open to it. They want to they want you to you know explain it more and. You know, I'm yeah, happy to man. do that if anyone's ever interested. But I'm, yeah. I, I don't go around, you know, Bible thumping or, you know, tell, telling people they must don't be saved. Don't say Bible thumping. We have a friend. <laughs> it's all right. No joke. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. I just, uh, I just want to touch up on what he was saying about how um, that the Christians believe that um, Jesus was God. Uh, I actually, I, I mean, I, I think that it's all one and the same, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. I feel, I feel like we're, a, um, we're, we're um, an appendage to God with that Spirit. And if, we, and if we don't forgive, then we just make appendages with the world. And so what you were saying with if we die, does everyone else die? I, I don't think anyone is alive or dead until they pass on their spirit. And so, we're, so right now we're just in a... In a mode of kind of equilibrium like we're we're not dead we're not alive uh until so you don't believe when you die everyone dies no i i don't think that they're alive either i think that we're we're in a state of we get to choose and our spirit is the real life and so that's what I you believe. get to choose what so right now with peanuts <laughs> so and, and 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 oreo cookies all put together <laughs> So that is so good. I can't do it now because I get fat. Yeah. So no, I mean, right, right now we, as individuals, we have the decision to uh, li- live life for the world or live life for God. And so, and how do you make that decision? How do you make that decision? Uh, well, change happens at the snap of a finger. You can't plan change. It happens right then, right I know, now. But how do you make that decision? Well, you have to live in love, which is living in the present. I'm saying, how do you make that decision to switch from one? To- from darkness to light. From darkness to light. Well, that's what you're saying, right? Yeah. Well, right. well, the word of God is written within us, and instead of listening to our thoughts, we have to listen to our gut. And when you choose to not listen to the thoughts, and when you begin to listen to the gut, then you start living in the present, and everything is told unto you. That's so why. Are I, you living in, in the present now? Yes, I am. And why do you think you are now? Because I, I mean, I, I don't care about the past. I don't care about the future at all. Like I used to. I used to care about the future. Um, uh, it was my God in a sense, but yeah. uh, I, I still time to time bring up like stories that I think are funny, but right. I'm not living for them. Like they don't affect me. And also times when I'm living in the present and things happen and they start going bad, I'll just start laughing and I think it, I'll think it's funny and I'll just handle it as it comes. And nice. Even now, you smoke pot? I don't. I don't do any drugs. And How about pot? That's a drug. I don't. I hate pot. I don't like. How pot. about pot? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, let me go back to Shura real okay. fast. I have to put it like that because people treat you in conversation. Well, I don't smoke any drug. I mean, I don't do any drug. But in his mind, he may be, he may be thinking pot is not a drug. Because <laughs> the pot, right, the pot here say, God made the pot. That's a herb. Yes, yeah, Shura. And so you have a problem with that, too, because of things that you're still doing. That I've done and still sometimes do. Right. And that make, it's difficult for you to say, yes, I am a Christian. Yes, because I 
Do you care what people think about you? I think so sometimes, yes. And why? Uh, just kind of the way I was raised. You were raised to care what people think about you? Mm-hmm. Really? So somebody told you, hey, you need to be caring what people think? I don't think they told me that, but I think that it's just the way, you know, I was raised around my grandmother and my aunts and stuff. Really? Oh, yeah, they went to Kojic. This is why Church we need God fathers back because mm-hmm. men don't normally care. I didn't, I didn't grow up think, caring at all what people thought about me. I used to try to be really close to my friends because, you know, I like having friends. But I didn't care what people said or thought about me. It's getting, I mean, I'm, I'm realizing it. Because people are going to think what they're going to think anyway. Right, I can't stop You can't stop, stop them from thinking that way. Right. They have no love. Right. Right. I'm, are I'm, you I'm, overcoming I'm, that? I'm overcoming it. I'm getting there. And how? How are you overcoming it? Um. Uh, just um. The silent prayer is helping. Good. Because I can see these are just thought. You know, like they're thoughts. And then how to? Uh, when you say uh, about your thoughts, don't believe any thoughts. Just you know, doubt all thoughts. So are you starting to doubt all thoughts? All of them. I see yeah. all of them as not, as like, there, there's not a good thought. I have come to that conclusion. No, there is not one true thought ever. Right. Never, 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 ever a true thought. Really. Yeah. And, and, um, That's why God said bring every thought, thought in. into captivity. And um, just hearing people talk like right now, I think the like the only thing I can do or want to do is like you say, put God first yeah. and then everything kind of will. And how do you put him first? By the end of this year, we're going to have a whole bunch of Christians around this country. We're going to bring back. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> Who is that? I'm, I'm, I'm brother Charlie. I'm brother Charlie. Let me see your face. Oh, okay. We, Calm down, Brother Charlie. We'll get to you. I'm glad you're here. I'll get to you. Okay, I will. I'm not, it made me nervous when a man be screaming at the audience. No, I'm playing. Um, what was the question, Cheryl? I'm sorry. I, uh, putting God first. Yeah, how do you put him first? It, um, I don't know. I want to say, like, I don't know. I, I want to say silly stuff like get up early and do the silent prayer. Why is that silly? It's not silly. But what the? <laughs> I don't <laughs> like stuff I can do. Like I see that I need to get up early. Like it needs to be the first thing on my plate. Is to and do it's not. Prayer. It is, but sometimes I get uh, distracted and I see that. Yeah. And the same thing about at night. I, I want to like get in the chair and go to sleep because it's so comfortable. But I need to do my silent prayer first. And th- those two things is like putting those things first. If I don't want to make a video like this. Why are they doing it? Who is that? Okay. Go ahead, Cheryl. So those are the two things that I see that. Okay. The one thing I want you to know, you will get to a point as a Christian that life is absolutely easy and absolutely amazing. Really, you will get it. When God said his ways are easy and his burdens are light, it is 100% true. All right? So we're going to get you there this year. You want to get there. 
and you can get there. It is mind blowing. It really is just mind blowing. And so sure, you got to do it. You got to. Yeah, I have to. I have to put that first. Yeah. Right. So, okay. so those two things I see that those are two things that I see I, I need to do. Okay. Let me come here and then I come to you. Okay. Right here. He's been waiting a while. Everybody know who this is? Shut up. And, and there's one thing you know about him is what? He black. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm I'm uh, I'm interested. When I go around, travel around, everybody know Joel. He black. Hi, Joel. He black. They always, as soon as they say Joel, he black. Before you can even respond, <laughs> it's like yeah, like his last name, Joel. He black. <laughs> Somebody wrote a book and sent it to me. A conversation with Jesse Lee Peters. Who wrote that? Who wrote that, Ernest? And they have Joel all the way through the book laughing, and Joel said this. So what? Black. Oh, yeah, a black person wrote it. I wish I could find it. It's really done well, too. Uh, yes, sir. I, I want to understand what the Christians who say Jesus is God and the Christians who say he's the son of God are disagreeing on. What's the difference? Um, some, somewhere down the road, somebody told the Christians, they decided that, I'm going to tell the folks, Jesus is God. When Jesus clearly said he was the son of God, my father and I are one. My father sent me. But the people somewhere put Jesus on a pedestal, and they made him into a God. Even when he said, don't make me into a God because greater work than I'm doing that you shall do. And God would never say to you, you know what, Jesse, you're going to do greater work than me. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Jesus said, hey, calm down. It's not me that's doing this. It's my father that's working through me. He's doing it, not me, right? So don't, don't praise me because greater work shall you do. And so, but for some reason, people start, I didn't hear that growing up. I only heard it when I moved here to L.A. Hmm. But people started teaching that Jesus God, and a whole lot of people believed into it. And once you believe into something, whatever you believe is what controls you. That's why you need to know for yourself, for yourself, for yourself, not because someone said it. That makes sense to me. And I noticed that all the people who believe Jesus is God have no peace. Their lives are screwed up and they're waiting to get to heaven. They don't have paradise on earth. But those who believe that Jesus is the son of God, they have paradise on earth. They're doing much better. Thank you. All right. Yes. Oh, let me take this young man first and then here. Okay. I'm sorry? Right there. You don't want to go your turn. Let me run this mean, mama. Yes, sir. Yeah, just to kind of help with Cheryl, uh, she was talking about putting God first, and I heard that um, it seems as though she, you, you, it seems as though you assume or are thinking that putting God first is a, is a doing thing. If I wake up in the morning, if I pray before I go to sleep, like performance-based, when putting God first is an awareness of him in your life all the time and living in that. Pray without walking ceasing. In, in the spirit yeah. of that. 
Yeah. And as far as the guilt and stuff goes, I think we have to understand that Christ paid for the penalty completely. Your sin is erased. It's not there. It's not covered up by the blood of sheep. It's gone. Yeah. And now you're in a sanctification process of becoming more like him. So do you? And, th- are you a Christian? Yes, sir. Is this your first time here? Yes, sir. What's your name? Tony. Tony, welcome, man. How did you hear about us? Uh... My buddy here, he's visiting from New Jersey. Right on. uh, And you live in L.A.? Yeah, I live in Orange County. And so he came from New Jersey and finally brought you here? Well, he said, hey, I'm going. Oh, he told you about this? Yeah, he told me about it. And I was like, yeah, I'll just go with you. Had you heard of us before that? I've seen a a short short clips of you before. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. And so are you a Christian? Yes, sir. And I also believe that Jesus is God. You do. Mm-hmm. And why do you believe that? I think something that really helps is um, reading the Bible from a Hebraic standpoint. The Bible is not an American book. In its roots, it's Jewish. It's Hebraic. Are you and if Jewish? You, no, no. But I read it. <laughs> no. I'm no. glad. I love the Jews. Okay. But I read it from, uh, I read it from its original roots and its, and its language. And it says things that um, helps me conclude that Jesus is God. For example, when um, they went to, when he was accused of, um, he said before, he said before Abraham was, I am. And he used the Hebraic word that Yahweh used in the Old Testament. And after he said, I am, that's when they went to stone him. Not when he said before Abraham was, it wasn't until he said before Abraham was, I am. And And then in Revelation, when John That made you believe he was yeah, God, when God, you read that. Right, right. And, and they so said, they said if you hear him, he's making himself equal with God. And then when John saw him in the book of Revelation, he said, I am the Alpha, the Omega, the Almighty. When Isaiah prophesied his birth, okay. he said, okay. he shall be called Wonderful Calm Counselor, Mighty enough. God, Almighty. That's enough. Hold on. Hold on. Well, you asked me why yeah. I believe. Well, I didn't mean for you to just go on and on and on. Um, do you still sin? Sure. Oh, well, no. Um, He's like, sure. Well, no, 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 no. Yes, I sin, but it's but am I? I but I am not um, penalized or guilty of that because it's been taken away. At so the cross. you still sin, but no big deal with God. I don't want to say it's no big deal, but I'm, but my my sin is paid for. Uh, who paid for it? Jesus. And so, why did He pay for your sin, and you're still doing? So that it? I can have reconciliation with the Father. So do you have peace? Yeah. Are you a slave to your sins? No. There's, uh, we have a sin nature. Can you avoid but, sinning if you wanted to? Say it again. Can you avoid sinning if you wanted to? I think I could if I walked in the spirit more. And why don't you walk in the spirit more? Because it's a sanctification process. Oh. And because I have a, a nature, a human Are you nature. Okay? So you're okay with sinning sometimes? Am I okay with it? Yeah. I'm okay in understanding that I'm no longer penalized by it, but I do want to grow and get better. And who told you that you were not penalized by your sins? The Bible. What does it say about that? In the New Testament. What does it say? He became sin who knew no sin so that you might become the righteousness of God. I'm now, right, I'm, I'm now in right standing with God the Father through what Christ did on the but cross. But where does it say you're not penalized for your sin? Well, he took it, right? You are now no, reconciled you still to have the Father. It because you still do it. But he paid for the price. He paid it, right? Well, he must give you your money back because you're still sinning. 
Did you buy it back from him? The penalty? No, of course the not. The sin. I don't get what you're saying. I want to say how you, what do you mean he, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. What does he, yeah. This is a perfect example. All right. The church teaches you just theology, you know, like words. Um, but you're from the world. You're, you live in a fallen state. You're not going to understand this. It's like, it sounds like you guys heard about the penis, the Snoopy. You know, you heard the yeah. teacher, blah, 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 blah. That's what it sounds like when you're in a fallen state. So you have to have a relationship. That's what happened to me. Yeah, um, absolutely. I grew up, how can Jesus be God? You know, what are you serving, three heads? I mean, I was raised also in the church, but... I never got into here. Um, and then when I got older, I just had to leave and find out for myself. Went out there in the world, and it was just even a bigger mess. Until I just isolated myself. Um, well, I didn't isolate myself. The stuff that I did in the world, the consequences, yeah. actually kind of forced me to isolate myself. And long story short, that's just me having a relationship. Found out that, yeah, I believe God, and yeah, Jesus is God. He revealed it to me, you know. It wasn't all explained to you. I know what it is. If you don't, then isolate yourself and just, like you said, you know, meditate. Okay. Is this your first time here? Yes, sir. Welcome, man. What's your name? Ronnie. Ron? Yes. How did you find us? My daughter. This is our second time coming. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I got some questions. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Was God a Christian? I don't. God is a spirit. Was God Christ a Christian? Christ was a Jew. Huh? And when they they usher in Christianity, no, I, I as you, was God a Christian? Yes. I don't know if he's a Christian. You don't know. I, that's why I said it's a religion on earth, but we are born of the spirit of God. Is Christianity mentioned in the in the Bible anywhere? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Is it? Is it? It is. It is? Yeah. When, like uh-huh. when and where? Like what? The yes. New Testament, the old? Like when did it? said it? somewhere that we, hold on, buddy. Hold on. That we should be like Christ for sure. Amen. When do it, when? When, when should we be like him? Yeah, when do it, where do it say that? Like, I have no idea. What the Bible talking about? Does it say that in the Bible? Yeah. Where? Um, I believe it was the Bereans that were first referred to as. As Christians, most of the time they're called followers of the way. Yeah, speaking to the Bible. Most of the time they're called followers of the way. Oh, okay. But there is a verse that says that, um, but remember, Christ, Christian, well, it's a Greek, it's a Greek term, right? Was the, uh, was any of, no, was any of the, the uh, disciples Christians? They were called believers, disciples, followers, followers of the let me, way. Let me do this because it's not a town hall meeting. What's your point that you're trying to make? Um, like you saying, we Christians, we Christians, but Jesus Christ wasn't a Christian. And your like point is what? Like uh, religion, really? Like what? Is, what is religion like? Um, like what is it like? It uh, identifies what God. It identifies what sector you belong to. That's why you say Christian. It's, if I was a Muslim, I'd be saying Muslim. I belong. I belong to God. Atheist. I don't belong to. I, I, I worship who Jesus worship, who He dropped and, down and, to and prayed to. I worship Him. And who do you worship? The all. The who, all. Who is that? The all. The alt. The all. A L L. The who all. Who is that? Your God. Who you call God? Uh huh. 
Yeah, that's you that's, worship him. Yes, and you're not a Christian though. No, he wasn't a Christian. No, I'm not a Christian. Oh, okay. And I'm not a believer. I'm not a believer you. either. You're not a believer. Yes, you know what belief means to believe something. Because you, you you said belief a, a bunch of times, like to so, uh, to believe something is an unproven fact. Do you have faith in God? I don't. I'm not sure. What the? I'm not sure. So how do you know you, did you say you worship God or something? Huh? How, how do you know you, did you just say you worship God? Yeah. And so, but you, you don't know if you have faith in him or not? I don't even know what faith is. I don't know what Christianity is. Like you saying, be Christian, but. How do you know you worship him, but don't know if you have faith in him? I, I know. I know that. I don't believe I know that. I just know that. I know I believe in. And how do you worship him? I, I don't know how to explain that. I don't honestly. You can't explain how you worship him? Nope. Can you explain what a Christian is? I can. Uh, 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 we were ushered in by Christ, so we became Christ-like. He allowed us to come in. Okay, when you said, when you said, God said. Those who believe in, in that became sons of God. We are all sons of God, children of God. We all breathe the breath of God in us. He blew his breath into us. Can you be a son of God and not be born of God? Can you? I'm, can you? I don't understand this, man. No, I'll, I'm not. What kind of conversation are we having here? I'll come, <laughs> I'll come back to you, buddy. Come. I'm glad yeah. you're here, though, no, really. No. But I, I don't want to waste too much okay, time. Okay, one more question. When you say, uh, Can you God, tell me how you worship God? You say you worship him. How do you I, worship him? I just said I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know. How to, but you, when but you say you God said and God said this and the word of God, and how, what's the proof that he said that? Like, prove to me he said that. Like, how you, he said that? How we know he said that? Right. Never try to prove anything to anyone. Either they find it for themselves or they don't. But you can't prove that to anyone. Because that's what's happening in the world now. People are trying to prove it to folks, and they believe it because someone else said it, and not because they see it for themselves. So I can't prove that to you. Last question, though. Uh, let me come back. I want to take. Well, this is what um, they were talking about about you know forgiving your well, what you were saying about forgiving first, and then God will like help you to be cleansed. I guess you know from sins, little by little. I feel like. What, well, my question is really for you. What is what is why is it so important to go to the parents? Like, what what is it that you learn by going and confronting them? Because if you don't love your earthly father, you can never love God. Because the earthly father, whether in the father state or not, he represents the son of God. He may have left home and turned away from the father. But he uh, he represent the father. And how can you love God who you never see, but hate your earthly father who you see? And so unless you love the son, you cannot love the father. But what so that's if, why you must forgive. Them. What if you already forgive them in your heart? Like what is the, the process of going towards them makes Be, the difference? What is the difference? Because when you do, you get not only you get your courage back because the person that caused you to become angry, they control you as well. Or if they can make you feel good, they control you. And a lot, 99.99999.9, not all, not all, not all, not all, but most, 
people are afraid of their mothers because their mothers turn them away from the father toward her and they resent the mother. They have anger. That's why they can't stand up to her and be honest with her and forgive her because they have fear. But once you go and forgive her, then you overcome that fear and everything. Because I'm asking this because um, I forgive. He didn't say do it in your heart. He said go and forgive and I will forgive Yeah, you. but I'm asking this because I forgave my mom back way back there, even before I, t I heard about you. Right. But I felt like I did it in the wrong way because they were pressuring me. And I didn't even knew what I was forgiving Who her. Who were pressuring you? Just, I was in a rehab center. A uh, rehab? Yes. You were crazy? <laughs> yes. There are so many crazy people <laughs> doing the world. But, I've never seen so many crazy people. Well, I remember one crazy lady when I was growing up, and she hung out on the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and she lived in Russell County, right? I lived in Barber County. And I would ride the horse to see my girlfriend after church. And I was afraid to go across that bridge at night because I thought she would be there and scare the horse. <laughs> But I think she did now, thank God. But I didn't, other than that, I didn't know any crazy people. Everybody crazy now. There was a guy, I was in the office Saturday, which was yesterday, just doing some work, and all of a sudden I hear this person outside and ah, yelling and screaming and carrying off and breaking all the flower pots out and everything. And he took off running. But thank God James have him off. You have him, right, on your camera thing? Is that the same guy? I think it is the same guy. Yeah. But, but you... Um, so what I'm saying yeah, is... Yeah, if you did it under pressure, you did not forgive. That's what... Yeah. When I went and forgave, I saw he allowed me to see that was holding me in captivity was the hatred that I had in my heart, the anger yeah. I had for my mother. Because I thought I loved my mother. I, I felt that emotional love for mama, right? So I thought it was love, but it came from hate. And when I went and forgave her, and it was the hardest thing I ever had to do. But once I did, I was free from it. So for me, it's like when I, when I was forgiving her, and I was like doing it more like to like put her on the face. You did this, you did this, you did that. It was more like well, you to have like not forgiven her. Did, did that like that, right? Yeah. But I thought that was courageous of me. You no, know, that was crazy of you. Yes, but, so I was like, oh, I already built up my courage because I didn't care. My mom thinking like me throwing all these balls at her like in the wrong way in the in the wrong heart to her towards her but i was building courage that's what i thought that's right. what i was asking you about what do you get from going to them but i feel like as this young man was saying because he thought remember he thought going to the mother and forgiving her would bs but once he went and did it it set him free you will be set free and you'll return to the father then you can finally live your life because through the earthly father you return to the creator. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So you need to go to her. Yeah, thanks. All right. Um, let me take the man behind you, then you or her. And then I got to do something here. Okay, Jerry. Yes, sir. Um, I was just commenting on the, uh, like, where in the Bible it calls people Christians and things like that. Um, oh, we already got that. Yeah, but it was... It was something I felt was important because there seems to be a lot of confusion with semantic. Like a lot of people keep uh, talking back and forth about whether or not it's right to call yourself a Christian. And one of the things that's very important, I feel, is that the place that you are and the language that you're speaking to people needs to be communicated clearly for them to understand. Why? Because if I don't you care are, if people don't understand. 
No, no, I'm not talking you know about people like, understanding well, okay, you. Okay, I'm not talking about. I'm I don't talking. care. Because you can't make people understand. They have only the seeker, whomever is seeking the kingdom of God his right way, when they hear the truth, it'll awaken in them. Oh, I, I was talking about and, and the, it's way the way the Bible to written, try to make someone way, understand anything. Well, that's the point I'm trying to make, is mm-hmm. that the way the Bible was written, it was written by people who were trying to translate it into languages yeah. for others to understand. So yeah. a lot of the confusion comes from that. Okay. And it's not... And, and so the, the whole p- purpose of the Bible is just to lead you back to Christ, and then Christ will tell you everything you need to know. And that's it. Nice. The one thing I do want you to know for sure and without a doubt, every, give it to the young man in front of you, everything that you're looking for, everything you are, everything you need, everything you want is already inside of you. It's already there. I'm counseling with this guy now. He's driving all over the country looking for something. I'm like, it's already with you, man. It's not in Texas. It's not in Arizona. It's wherever you are. The kingdom of heaven is within. And everything, and you're hearing this from a, I'm black and slow. You're hearing this from a black, slow guy. (laughs) It's inside of you. I'm telling you. The kingdom of heaven is within. It's not out there. It's not over there. It's not in some book. It's in you. And until you start looking within, you will never find it. You're just not going to find it. It's a waste of time. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, two comments. First, to the young man up front that asked the question about the difference between God and being God, uh, Jesus being God and Jesus being the Son of God. Um, I think... And my experience, when I was thinking as Jesus, focusing on Jesus as God, um, it put God in a, it put Jesus in a category that I was not able to obtain. But when He is the Son of God, understanding when He talks about Himself as the Son of God, that means that now I'm able to live out that same life because I am now the a Son of God, being a Christian, and so now I'm able to walk as He walked, yeah. and I can have the same freedom that He was talking about and that he offered other people. Yep. And so that, that difference, I think, is important, that, that small little difference. And then the other thing about um, that the young lady was talking about, um, the difference between going and pursing and forgiving your mom and doing it in your heart. Um, I forgave my mom many, many years ago, um, but it was a lot different when I went in person and forgave her with the right intention, understanding that it was the the spirit within her that caused me to, that caused her to turn me away from my father, that caused her to, you know, really castrate me, uh, you know, to put it kindly, um, in a lot of ways with how she was raising me. But when I was able to forgive her, my life has changed completely. Um, To the point, a lot of times I look at myself and I don't recognize it because I don't have the fear, I don't have the concern that I used to have, I don't have the worry that I used to have, and that makes a big difference. Nice. Um, the reason that, too, that you have to go, and God said we must be born again, and all those who are born of their mothers are born of the flesh, right? So they're dying. And then when you forgive her, you're born of the spirit, which is of God, you start to live. So that's another reason you need to do it. He didn't say call on, you know, on the phone, in your heart. If you can't see her any other way, you can do it on the phone. You have to. You have no other choice. Yeah. Um, have you 
God had forgiven your mother in a white shirt? Oh, me? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't have a reason to. She hasn't done anything. She hasn't done anything? No, no, I don't. So she raised, she raised you, though, right? I have a very close relationship with both my parents. Right. And your mother made no mistake while raising you? Um, not that I see. Of, I mean, she wasn't a perfect mother. No one is, but nothing But why do you say she wasn't perfect? Because no one is. But why do you say she wasn't? Why do I say she, my mother wasn't perfect? Right. Because she couldn't be. Did she make mistakes with you while raising you? I'm sure she did. None that I can point out, but... You can't think of one thing that she did wrong or you wish she had not done. If I sit here for a while, probably, but... It'd take a while to think about mama? Yeah, yeah. Your dad was perfect, too? No, my dad wasn't perfect, but what, I have a good relationship with him. Did he make mistakes with you? Sure. And what mistake did he make with, make with you? Um, probably putting a, which is working a little too much and not spending as much time with me as he could have. And so probably or he did? No, he worked late, so yeah, he did. If, you, if I had to choose one like you're asking me to, I would say that. You would say your father's at work too much. He didn't spend enough time with you. Yeah, he could have spent more time with me. And, and why do you say that? Why do you need more time? Well, like, you know, when I had base, Little League baseball games, he came to a handful, and I know other dads made sure they were at each game. Right. You know what I mean? Just things like that. And you needed him to be there? It was nice when he was there. Did you need him to be there? As a father, I would need him to. Why? Yeah, because I, I was a good player, and it feels, it feels proud when your dad is proud of you. Amazing. And so you can think of what your father did, but you can't think of one thing your mother did. It takes some time to think about that. It would take some time. Yeah, that just makes sense it was more, It was more noticeable, you know, when I would... Oh, I understand. She yeah. hid her stuff, huh? Say it again? Your mother hid oh. her stuff. No, I mean, my mother would... would my, he didn't have her stuff, no. Who told you that your father needed to spend more time with you at the game? Well, I liked him to. I liked because I enjoyed... Who told you that he needed no to? No one told me. I enjoyed him being there. Yeah. And so you can't think of one thing your mother did wrong. Uh, I'm having a difficult time. You That's know. amazing. Yeah. All right. Will you think of something within the next 15 minutes? Let me know. Okay. I'll come back to you. All right. Okay. Yes, sir. Isn't that like a... Oh, I won't go <laughs> Yes. Uh, That's amazing. Yes, sir. Um, but I understand it. I totally understand it. Yes. You spoke about uh, going and forgiving. How, yes. do you, how do you forgive someone that's already died? By getting to know yourself. And you're going to see that you're not in control of your own life. You never have been. There are things that you have done you wish you had not done. Even things that you said you would never do again. And you've done them, right? And you wouldn't want to be hated for that. And so when you realize that of yourself you could do nothing, and it wasn't you doing those things but something that made a home in you, that caused you to do those things and that you wish you didn't do them, right? That would cause you to forgive your, your parents if they're dead. You got to get to know yourself first. What's your, what's your best recommendation to doing that? To, um, I recommend a silent prayer so God can slow you down and bring you out of the darkness of your imagination so you can see what's going on. 
Because right now you don't know yourself. And you really need to know yourself. And that's how you overcome all that stuff, by knowing yourself. Is this your first time here? Yes. Oh, okay. How did you hear about us? Uh, my friend here. Nice. Yeah. Uh, any, any questions or anything other than that? Do, are you doing the silent prayer right now? No, no, I don't even know what that is, honestly. On my YouTube channel, there's a silentprayer.video, right? And uh, um, Chris is bringing something to you to show you, so you remember. Okay. And what it does is, after, do you, are you a Christian? Uh, I was raised Catholic. Oh, okay. So, so Catholic don't do the hoop and holler stuff, right? No. You just walk in there and do some Hail Mary stuff and come back? Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> Were you doing Hail and Mary? Uh, <laughs> after reconciliation, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, they recommended, like, uh, I don't know, whatever, five-hour followers. But once you're done with Hail and Mary thing, and yeah. go home and be still, sit still, so God can bring you out of the darkness of your mind, then you'll be able to see, and everything will become clear to you. Right. But right now you're living in your head because you escaped there when you were traumatized spiritually. You've been living in thoughts, and they set you up to fail because all thoughts are lies. That's why God said bring every thought into captivity. No such thing as a true thought. They make you think about the past or the future, which doesn't exist. He wants you in his presence. That's why he said, pray without ceasing, so you can always be with him, and Satan can't deceive you. All right, thank you. So give a silent prayer. Do you live here, here in this country? Yes, I do. Oh, do you live here now, too? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Nice, man. Yeah. Have you seen any other videos or anything? Uh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen a few uh, short clips. Also, I think I came here maybe once a long time ago, though, maybe like 10 years ago. Oh, That's okay. possible. It was still here. Nice. Yeah, we were, yeah, we've been here in this location for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, Isn't that was, amazing? It was a lot smaller, yeah, than I remember. Or the place seems smaller? It looked, it looked different. When I think because there are more people. Yeah. It's the same building, though. Yeah. Good, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. And then I got I to gotta tell you guys something. Cheryl said that made me remember. Okay. Uh, I, this is a comment about what we were talking about, being a Christian and what it means. Uh, the thing that I... I kind of just heard internally um, inside of myself is it just means to be a servant. And I think how we properly be a servant is reflected through the life of Jesus. And I, uh, it takes a lot of courage to do that because it means to let go of many of the things that you... To be a servant? Mm -hmm. Yeah, to be a what servant. What type of servant? Of God, you mean? Or? Mm -hmm. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I... I I believe because he gave us, one, this opportunity to be alive, that we have a choice to what kingdom we want to serve. And I think being on earth, we um, we think we're, we're almost caught up between them, and some people develop these like very spiritual ideas. They don't realize that we are born in, into darkness. You say you have life. a choice to do what now? I'm sorry. Uh, a choice between both of those kingdoms. You have a choice between hell and heaven? Mm -hmm. So did you choose to, because you're already in hell, did you make that choice to be in hell? I don't know. You don't know if you made that choice to be in hell or not? I think it's a misunderstanding of, of, um, of suffering that my heart is dealing with. And... I'm a... Uh, Are you in hell right now? Oh, yeah. 
And did you make that choice to go to hell? Yes. So you're like, oh, you know what? I got nothing else to do. I'm going to, I got this choice between heaven and hell. Yeah. I'm going to hell. <laughs> Why did you make that choice to go yeah. to hell? Um, well, Jesse, it's, it's, it's really a lot of uh, unforgiveness. Um, I, I, I grew up as a Christian. My mom uh, and dad were both saved in this the same This your first time church. here? It is, Jesse. You and your mother were saved at the same time, you say? No, oh. uh, my father and mother were saved at the same church. Oh, I see. Me. Okay. Um, I I actually have recently, by what I've been learning from this church, is I, I realized the identity I have so much associated with my mother. And I see the, the hatred that's actually come out of me and those choices that I've made. And even though that I grew up believing in God or had this happen or experienced this or whatever I could say that gives me faith in God, I've chosen a lot of darkness. And, and why did you choose it? Uh, I think because I just rejected God's love because it exposed my fear. And I think being exposed of my fear actually, that experience brought me close to me, like who I am truly in God. And it scared me to feel that. It scared you to feel to who feel you loved are by in God. God. Yeah. To, and why, so you would rather deal with hell than heaven? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've chosen the, that. I've seen myself choose that. Do you, are you, do you have a degree? I do not. You didn't go to college? I did not. I oh, went for one semester. Like one of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> you did not choose to be in hell. You were born in hell. When we were born into our families and they all screwed up, they cause you to lose your innocence and you become like them. And that's when hell begins. You didn't choose hell. You've never made a decision in your whole life. We don't make decisions. I don't know where, I don't know where that comes from then. I don't know why I said that. It no. comes from hating your mother mm. and turn, being turned away from your father. Right now you have your mother's identity, and her identity is Satan's identity. You got to go and forgive your mother. Have you, have anyone, have you been listening to the show? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you heard me say, go and forgive your mother so God can forgive you? Yeah, I'm actually meeting my parents for dinner tomorrow to actually have that kind of conversation. Oh, good. This is because I've been following your show. And, and so you're going to forgive her? Yeah, I, I'm going to. What made you decide to do that? Because I've, I've been seeing that when I don't embrace those normal thoughts I would, when I get frustrated and I take on that identity, like you say, I see the fruit that that bears in my family. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, just, I see just across time how uh, when I choose to be angry and I choose to do that, to act in that way. You don't choose to. You can't control anger. How many people have anger? Oh, Nice. Uh, <laughs> did you know that any man that has anger is a woman? Welcome aboard, ladies. <laughs> did you know that? You're asking me? Yeah. I have a hard time with it, but I want to know why you think that. Because when your mother made you, caused you to resent her, you took on her identity because we become like whomever we are angry at. Mm -hmm. And so you lost your innocence 
and you became, you woke up in your mother's image. We become like whomever we're angry at and they control you. So you're not, you don't have that logical, perfect love that a man should have, but you have the anger and hatred of a woman. And until you forgive your mother, that's why God said we must go and forgive so he can forgive us and he'll switch the nature and bring you back to yourself. The nature you had before you resented your mother. And I and I, I I'm fortunate enough to remember that, and God has reminded me of that. And I I journaled a lot when I was young, yeah. and I just had my my first son, so I, I've I've been gifted an opportunity to see who 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 God really thinks I am as His child, and not in that identity. Well, make sure you forgive your mother, and don't ask for forgiveness. Just say, hey, I'm sorry for yeah. resenting you because mothers, they mean well. They can't help themselves. Mm-hmm. But their mothers have turned them against their fathers. And it goes on from generation to generation. And uh, your mother couldn't help herself. She hates her mother. She hates her father. Mm-hmm. And it just passed down. So don't ask for forgiveness. Just say, hey, I'm sorry for hating you. I'm just like you. Right? Beta male. I'm just yeah. like you. <laughs> and I'm sorry for hating you. Yeah. And if she accepts it, fine. If she doesn't, fine. If she starts crying, fine. If she doesn't, fine. God will forgive you. Never ask a human being for forgiveness because they will not forgive you. Human beings don't forgive. Uh, that's why God got it set up. When we go and apologize for playing God, for hating someone, he will forgive you and set you free, whether they admit to it or not. That makes sense? Yes. Okay. Yeah, go and forgive your mother and you will be free. Do you believe that it is important to also address exactly what you're forgiving a person for? Don't plan it. Have yeah. a wait and see. Yeah. Don't plan what you're going to say. Yeah. Just have, and God will be with you, and he will give you the right words to say. It'll be amazing. Yeah. But if you plan what Thank to you. say, it's a setup. Yeah. And if it doesn't go your way, you yeah. won't forgive. That's a trap. Yeah, yeah it's a trap. Yeah. All thoughts are lies. So Satan will tell you, oh, make sure you say this to her. Make sure you say that. <laughs> and make sure you do yeah. this and that. Don't yeah. plan it. Have a way to see yeah. attitude about all things. And, and God is with you, and he, it'll work out perfectly. Thank you so much, Jesse. You're welcome, man. Amazing. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you for the fellowship. I think that the, the, the Bible, I'm, I'm speaking for a gentleman um, behind me, um, the Bible, a lot of it was written by people who didn't want to write it like Saul that became Paul, and Jonah, he didn't want any part of it. And so a lot of times these people where this this word of God came from, no one was writing it to trick us or to scam us or to fool us. A lot of these people that have these fantastic books in the Bible were people that didn't want anything, they didn't want to be stuck with it. Like Jeremiah, all these prophets that end up getting killed, and stories written about them, and I, I, I just uh, wanted to make the point that the, the Bible isn't one person and that it's definitely written with people's hearts, blood, because a lot of them, they didn't intend to sit down and okay. write their portion of the Bible. Thank you, man. I, I'm sorry to rush them. I'm running out of time. So, um, Did I see someone here right here somewhere? You Okay. Oh, go ahead, James, while we're coming here. And then I have a question for this. Yeah, man. Yeah, you like me? 
Now you got to sweat it out for a while. <laughs> yes, sir. Sihan Yavuz asks online on a YouTube super chat, what's the difference between anger and aggression? Well, aggression comes from anger. It's the daughter of anger. It's the daughter of anger. You're going to see once you let all that anger go, that spirit of anger go, all that crap will leave. Those are the children of Satan. It will leave. Yes. So one of the things that helped me forgive my mother was understanding how out of control I was and that I wasn't able to stop myself. Yes. Um, but then that leads me now to the logical conclusion that no one can control anything. There's no free We're will. not in control of anything, of ourselves. We know nothing. That includes the preacher and the preacher's mama. We know nothing, and of ourselves, we can do nothing. And as soon as you realize that, you can start living. Absolutely. So there's no free will. No free any, will. Of any kind. No Even moral. Will. Good, evil. No, you don't get to choose that. We are influenced by evil or good. One or the other, not both. But we don't choose it. I'm sorry? We don't choose which you one. You don't choose it. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, those who come to God, he draws them unto him. Because he's not going to let anyone in, you know. He's not going to let any of Satan's children in. So we, it's only the egotistical person who think that they have a free will. They don't have a free will. Just think about it. If you had a free will, you would always think of cake and ice cream. You know what I'm saying? You would always think of good things for yourself. You know what I'm saying? But just free will making people jump off the bridge. Uh, they think the Chinese virus is going to kill them, so they kill themselves before the Chinese virus. <laughs> All kind of stuff. They don't have a free will. We don't have a free will. We don't have a free will. That's another deception. Of ourselves, we can do nothing, and of ourselves, we know nothing. This is your first time here? Yes. Oh, okay. And what's your name? Jake. What is it? Jake. Jake. Yes. And uh, how did you hear about us, Jake? Uh, YouTube. Um, yeah, basically just YouTube. And what's on your mind today? Uh... I'm just kind of happy to be here. Um, so I'm I am visiting from Wisconsin. Uh, nice. I born and raised in Los, Ang Los Angeles, and I'm home for the holidays. Right. I guess you could say to see my family. Um, and yeah, I guess I'm I'm planning on forgiving my parents uh, before I leave. So in the next few days here, and uh, yeah. And so you're not going to see them until a few days from now. No, I've been I've been at home for you know a month because a month. I can't, yeah. What are you waiting for? Uh, I just, they got a new dog, so I came to train it and go back to Wisconsin, basically. What did that have to do with forgiveness? No, nothing, nothing. You're in control of the dog, right? Yeah. So they can't make the dog bite you. No. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have a place out here. I, I don't have, like, a, an apartment out here. Well, I have an apartment in Wisconsin. Why did I do it? Why, why, have you, why are you putting it off, putting it off for tomorrow? Uh, basically because I still have to live with them for a week, and I don't want to have to deal with the contention of living with people who are angry at me for forgiving so me. For uh, repeat that, I'm sorry. Uh, I just don't want them, I still have to live with them for a week. So I, I have no way out, essentially, until, <laughs> until I have to fly back. So you're putting off your freedom because you still have to live there? Uh, some, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Murder. <laughs> it's Murder. more of a, yeah, it's more of like a time What's frame. What's wrong thing. with you, man? <laughs> uh, well, I guess so. I didn't know. Never put off tomorrow what you could do today because tomorrow is not promised to you. Right. And the deceiver would tell you, oh, just wait. Yeah. 
yeah. until you're about to walk out the door. Yeah. That's a cowardly way to do it, yeah. and you're putting it off. You, you don't want to drop your body with that anger. Yeah. I wouldn't do what you want, but I wouldn't put it off. Right. I'll take advantage of the opportunity that's there. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, so are you in college or something? I am. Uh, I graduated. I have a bachelor's, and I'm in. I'm in graduate school. I'm in graduate school right now. So really, and what's your bachelor in? <laughs> I have business. Business major. Oh, business I see. Major. And why? So you're taking it to another level. Level. Yeah, I'm getting an MBA. Um, a bachelor won't do it. Uh, it's a it's an interesting situation, I guess. So I I play sports. Uh, I'm a I play volleyball. I've been on scholarship. You know, my whole college career and now oh so you don't have to pay for your education no not a lot oh uh, good. very very small amount nice um, yeah so yeah basically i with covid they canceled our season last season so they're giving me a scholarship for a master's program um good to man replace it I that's guess. right take advantage of them yeah don't let them take your money right cool yes. are you any any questions for me or anything uh no i just kind of wanted to point out too uh you don't always know so I, I'm thinking ahead, and I probably shouldn't, but uh, my mom was kind of the, the, the queen of subliminal uh, turning away from my father sort of thing. Yeah. She would always complain about very small things, and I didn't yeah. realize how it added up, but it was like she hated that she listened, he listened to talk radio, he hated his music, and it would just seep into my life, and she turned me away from it big time. And she would be complaining, he's always at work. Yeah. Your dad is always at work. He should be at your baseball game. And as, a yeah. Little, yeah. and as a little kid, you identify with her, and you think that you care about your father being at a baseball where you can care less. Right. Right. Because when I was growing up, I could care less if my folks showed up to I ran track, mm-hmm. and I didn't... I, Were you good, Jesse? Oh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Kids don't normally care, especially boys, if their parents are there or not. But the mother made the kids think that they care when it's her complaint about the father. Because when I ran track, I didn't want my parents. I wanted to talk to the girls. <laughs> I wanted to have fun with my friend. I didn't want some old parent hanging around me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but when the mothers take over like that, they make the kids think that they want that. Mm-hmm. And the kids identify with the mother, and they think that what they're feeling about their fathers is are their feelings, right? But it's right. not. It's the mother's identity. Yeah. And they don't realize it. Nice, man. Well, forgive you. Don't wait until the last day. Don't be a beta. Do it right now. Yeah, don't be a beta. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. Uh, how's it going? Uh, I just wanted to add on to that. I came here with, with my buddy Jake, and I didn't know that he didn't make that decision yet to forgive his parents. And yeah. I talk about it all the time. Like, we're... We're pretty close friends, and I told him, like, the process that I've gone through with my mother and even right now how she's just lashing out at me after I, I told her these things. Like, you know, it came from a place of love, like you said. Like, yeah. I didn't go to her and point out, oh, you did this to me and, and you did that. Um, she She's just upset now that it's almost like she doesn't want me to to get out of the nest. Like, right. I don't live with her, but yeah. she she's at the point where – I told her these things and I forgave her and she immediately went back towards my dad. Like they're divorced and she actually cheated on him multiple times through their marriage. Amazing. And she went back to him and now it's like, it's almost like she's trying to tear that relationship apart again. Like where did, where did these ideas come from? Who's, who's Gabriel talking to that he all of a sudden doesn't want yeah. to see me anymore? And I'm like, <laughs> mom, I'm, I'm too old for you to be, you know, Mother's picking me t- up. 
Mother you know, turned their sons into their boyfriends and husbands. Exactly. They're horny for their kids. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> That's <but>. why. <laughs> I told my uncle, I said, my uncle's a Christian. And I said, oh, you know why mothers don't want to let their sons go? He's like, why not? I said, because they're horny for them. He's like, ah! <laughs> That's awful! And he's like, he used the F word, ah! You got a bad taste in my mind now. I don't, ah! <laughs> he started cursing. He's like, I don't even want, but mothers are horny for their sons. That's why they destroyed their sons' girlfriends. They're jealous of them. They're envious of them. When the man, if the man luck out and get married, she'll follow you to West Hell and destroy your marriage because she want you. All that anger make her horny. And y'all know anger makes you horny, right? Right, big turn. See, if someone can make you feel good, it makes you horny. If it makes you feel bad, it makes you horny. And the mother was all that anger. They they are horny for their sons. And that's why they destroy their marriages. And she'll make you go back home and take care of her. Isn't that amazing? I just, all that was just, uh, anyways, I, was, I just, I wanted to say, um, there's, uh, so there's, the next time, just ask your mothers, ladies, too, are you horny for me or what? She'll sit out there. Really? Jesse, I did want to say, though, because there's a couple people that brought this up. I'll make it quick, but um, forgiving my parents. Uh, I remember, just don't sure. forget, when we were growing up, the last thing our parents wanted, my grandmother wouldn't even stay with her adult children. She was like in her 80s, right? And they brought her up to Indiana from Alabama. She like, I'm not staying with you, y'all. Give me one of those old folks home or something like that. She never wanted to stay with her daughters and sons. She wanted them to have their own life, their own marriages. But nowadays, the mama of Father Uta, she, she, if you say to her, oh, I wonder what West Hell like. I don't like no West Hell. West Hell ain't no good. They don't have enough sweet potatoes over there. <laughs> and then you say, oh, well, I'm going to move to West Hell. All of a sudden, well, I think I like it a little bit. <laughs> she'll move to West Hill to destroy you to control you the daughters too she does it to the daughters as well and the sons but go ahead I'm sorry I was just going to say if you're on the fence or in the process of forgiving your parents like, it works it, it works um, if you approach it from the right mindset of love like, like you tell us um, you'll learn a lot of things about your father too that, that you never knew that your mom didn't tell you yeah, um, there's a lot of things that she keeps from you. Yeah, it just that's just her nature, and yeah, you'll you'll forgive yourself in the process too. It's not about them. Well, so, God said there will come a day. Thank you for that, by the way. You're welcome, man. God said there will come a day when I return the children to the fathers and the fathers to the children. That day is at hand. It is needed now more than any other time I can ever remember. Uh, yes, ma'am. But then I want to share something with you guys. Thank you. Um, I forgave my mother probably about a few months ago. Nice. And um, for a long time, like when I was younger, I was like a very timid kid, like very shy, very fearful. I had this huge habit of biting my nails. 
And uh, growing up, like, I was made to believe that it was because of my dad that I had that fear. But now that I've come out of that, I've understood that it was really my mom that gave me that fear. Yes. A lot of that fear came from my mom. A lot of the anger that I held, like, before forgiving my mom came from my mom. Nice. And, uh, And I'm understanding now that my dad actually is the one that holds the love. Like, my dad has so much love, not just for me, but for all of my sisters and even for the the rest of the women in my life it's really it's crazy because like a lot of the women in my family hold a lot of anger and my dad has a lot of love right on women don't have love women receive love god in christ christ and man man over woman woman over children it comes from above the love that mama has it will kill you even after the day she die she still control you and so have you been here before i went to the i came to the woman's Women's meeting? Oh, nice. Probably about a few months ago. What's your first name? Arion. Welcome back. Thank you. Happy New Year to you. I'm glad. And so you brought your father? Yep, this is my dad and this is my sister. Oh, right on. Hey, sister. Hi. Have you, you gone to, how old are you? I'm 17. Right on. Have you gone to forgive your mother yet? Uh, no, not yet. Are you going to do it? Um, I'm, I'm planning on doing it when yeah. I feel comfortable. You're 17, you plan on doing it when you feel comfortable? Yeah. You're never going to feel comfortable until after you do it. Mm. Because when you have that anger, it's fear, and there is no, you can't be comfortable in fear. But uh, once it's over, once you face her, you will always be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I recommend you do it and have your father there with you, and he'll protect you from her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> And that way you don't be taking advantage of these guys, pretend like they love you and all that. They don't love you. That makes sense? Nice. Any questions for me? No, thank you. Uh, are you nervous right now? <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here. Nice. I'm glad you brought your family. That's amazing. And so, um, sure. what did you say about wanting to be with God or something always or something? What was that you said? I didn't write it down. I, I don't want to follow up on it. No, just put him first. Oh, yeah, put him first. Oh, good. So, do you have any idea how to put him first other than the silent prayer? Anybody know how to put him first? No? You had your hand? Let me tell you the guy the mask first, and then how do you Hello? put him first? I'd just like to say uh, God stands for your good orderly direction, and each day that you wake up, you want to make sure that you head it in the right direction, because like he said in the beginning of the show, we're easily influenced. So sometimes when we're hooping and hollering, running on in the streets, we might be influenced by our surroundings and what we're doing. Yeah. And I, I would just like to personally thank you. My son, he came, he came home from the war, and he came home like a little not right in his head. And he needed some God in his life, some, 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 some good, orderly direction. And so he listens to you every morning, and it helps him to set his mind on the right path. Right on. Because sometimes... Is this you know, your son? Yeah, that's my son. That's your son? Yeah, that's, that's my son. That's your daddy? Yeah. What the? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> see, he said, do we identify as a Christian? Today, I do identify with a Christian because I, I read the writer at gmail.com. I will, I will 
like I said, we're surrounded. I'm a gangster, and I, we everywhere we go, what? we had to fight just to. Cause my daddy was black, my mama's white, this and that. And my grandma told me, it don't matter what color you are, but what you learn in life. Yeah, that's amazing. Let me do this though, because I gotta run. I, I gotta, gotta wind this now. But thank you, Can Jesse. You, you're welcome, man. Can you come Thursday night? We're gonna have our first men's forum this Thursday night. Are you, can you come there? I'm not for sure. I'm from Riverside. I want to say I love you because I love myself today. Right on, man. And uh, I'll give you back the mic, but you said, oh, we are Christian. Yeah. We got to understand what a Christian is. There wasn't nothing. There was no such thing as a Christian in the beginning of the Bible. I was going to say, I only believe in God. And we have to know, like, I'm Charlie. I'm Charlie the Riddler. I'm Charlie the Father. I'm Charlie the Uncle. Okay, Charlie. Say, I'm only this, only that. They say God is God, the Son, Charlie, and the Holy Charlie. Spirit. I really appreciate it, man. I'm so rushed, okay? Because my staff going to yell at me. Love you, Jesse. I love you too, man. Thank you for coming. Uh, this young lady, real fast. Okay, so you were asking how we can make, how, what ways. How to put him first. Um, I mean, I would say just. This is so good. It's right up what I want to end with. Okay. I would say just doing doing the right thing in every moment. Doing the right thing in the moment. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, Joe, do you know you're black? <laughs> you know how Joe act like he know everything, right? <laughs> uh, doing what's in front of you to do. That's it. That's it. Uh huh. Do what. This is, I totally understand, Dora. Uh, okay. Right here. Yes, sir. Putting uh, God first is realizing that you're not important. So if you know, you, you know, whatever feelings, whatever thoughts you have, if you remember... God, make it short because of time. You can always, you put him first. So there's no ever no reason to become angry at anyone because you know that you're not, you're second. Okay. He's always first. Is so this your son right here? Yeah, this is my son. Let me talk to him for a minute. <laughs> How old are you? Uh, 21. Oh yeah, you look just like him. I do. I do? <laughs> yes. That's a first. Everyone says I look like my mama. You don't need a DNA test for that. <laughs> That's your baby. <laughs> and and so, you, and this is your first time here? Yes, sir. And what's your impression of your father? He's my hero. In, in what way? In every way. I've always idolized him from a young age. Nice. But at the same time, I have a resentment towards him for some of the things he's done, which I do have a question about that. Um, yeah. How do you forgive someone like that? Well, someone you idolize so much that you even place him first, more or less. Right. How do you forgive someone like that? By getting to know yourself, and you're going to see that your father, the things that he have done, he didn't want to. He just couldn't help it. He had anger, too. He had not, at, at, at the time, been born of God, so he was controlled by anger. And whatever he did, he literally could not help himself. The same with the mothers. Mothers want to have love, but they don't have it. And fathers want to have it. And until they overcome the mother, they don't have it either. And so he wanted to, but he literally could not help it. How do you know you resent him? 
Just some suppressed feelings, more or less. Yeah. And why haven't you talked to him about it already? We have talked about it a few times, but I haven't forgiven him for it. Oh. And what's holding you back? Oh, you just didn't know how to do it? And that's what it was? I'm just not really sure how to do it. Yeah. I guess I really just don't know myself yet. Right. Get to know yourself. Have you done things you wish you had not done? Anything no, at no, all? No, not that I can think of. You've never done anything and you say like, wow, I can't believe I did that. Yes, actually. Yes. Oh, I knew you were lying. <laughs> I, yeah. I had to think about it. <laughs> and, and you said, I would never do that again. And you end up doing it again. Yes. Right? <laughs> Hold on, Mama. See, your sister knows all your little business. <laughs> and you end up doing it again. You wouldn't want someone to be angry at you about something you had no control over, right? Yes, sir. Your father feels the same way. He doesn't want you to be angry, to hate him for the stupid stuff you've done. He couldn't help it. And that's why he's working on himself now, trying to overcome those things. Um, that makes sense? Yes, it, it makes sense. I'm just, I'm just kind of processing it. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, think about it. And, just, and, and, and as long as you resent your father, you're never going to know God either. You can't be born of God and hate your earthly father. Whether he changed or not, did he change? Has he ever apologized to you? What yes, he, he has. And did he change? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, let it go. Let him know, I'm sorry for resenting you. Once you see it for yourself. And then you could be free, and that way you won't do it to your family, to your children, or your child. Have, you have kids already? No. Oh, good. Are you working? Yes, sir. Are you dating? No, sir. Oh, good. Yeah, make sure you forgive him so God can... Don't ask for forgiveness. Forgive him so God can forgive you. And that way you can start a new generation. You pass down love instead of all that crazy stuff. Yes. That makes sense? It makes sense. Nice, man. Well, you look just like him. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. So listen. So we're bringing... I, I urge you to love God. You can't make yourself love him. But... Seek the kingdom of God and be added. To love him with all your heart, soul, and might, along with nothing else. Nobody else or nothing else. And love your neighbor as yourself. You have to treat your neighbor the way you would, like, would treat yourself. You know what I'm saying? And then you will be fine. So here is how you put him first. First, you seek the kingdom of God. Secondly, you got to start enduring you got to endure and and endure mean that when someone threatened to take something away from you or try to hurt you in some kind of way or if you think you're going to lose a job or you're going to lose your wife or your husband or you're going to lose your child or your car or your money and that fear comes Satan started talking to you and you have all that pain in your stomach that you're about to lose something anybody ever had that yeah, you got to endure that and you got to endure it. If you really want to overcome those things where you would be in the world, but not of it, you won't be controlled by people, places, things. You got to endure that pain because it's all ego. You put that before God and it's all ego. Right. And so once you go and forgive, then you return to God and then it's God who give you the strength 
to endure and overcome the ego. The ego will die because now that you return to the Father, the ego is subject to God because it's a spirit and you can't make yourself stop doing this stuff. But now that he, the first thing that he care about is the heart. He want to renew the heart from hate to love, right? And once he renew the heart from hate to love, then perfect love endures all things. There's nothing you cannot overcome with perfect love. So his love will fight that battle for you. So just next time something come, I was talking to someone yesterday and they were saying that, man, I had so much pain. I was out hiking and I thought about something and I had so much pain. I went up on top of the hill at the top there, beautiful sight, and just laid out on the ground and just screamed, help me God. And he said that he felt like the pain was so intense, he felt like he was going to die. Like he, he was so, had so much fear and so much stomach pain. But that's the ego that's, that's making you feel that way. And so once you were born of God, the ego is now subject to God and God will fight the battle. But if you're not born again of God, the ego is subject to the flesh and it will con- control the flesh. And that's why you must be born of God. Don't, and when you're going through this stuff, you have to act and look, look as though you're going through nothing. So that, so, so that no one will feel sorry for you. You won't reach out for pot. You can't reach out for alcohol. You can't reach out for sex or drugs or anything. You have to endure that. And it's just going to feel like, you, because while you're going through it, Satan is talking to you. Oh, this is going to destroy you. Uh-oh. You're never going to have a life again or whatever it tells you, right? People are going to think these things about you. You're going to lose your job. You know, he'll be talking to you because he wants you to cave in. He wants you to reach outside for something. Don't do it. You must endure it. And that's how you, and once you get past it, you're going to overcome that and you'll be in the world and not of it. And nobody can ever threaten you like that again. But you can take it or leave it. It's no longer important to you. Really. That's why when these women want to take your children, take you to court and sue you and all that, okay, take the baby. I don't care. Kill the baby. I ain't paying my money in court. I'm not going to run after you because she's going to destroy the child anyway. But men are trying to hold on to that child. You love the child more than you love what's right. You can't do that. That's why they use it against you. This whole race thing, uh, white people under attack. Because white people love their stuff more than they love God. They love, they, they love their uh, reputation more than they love God. And that's why the enemy said, hey, I'm going to call you a racist. No, no, you can take my house, take my woman, take anything. But don't call me a racist. And then with the men, they say, you know what? If you speak up, if you stand up to your woman, you are my, uh, misogynist. Or you're going to lose your job, or we're going to put your name in the computer. And the men go, oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> that's because you love the woman more and your reputation more you love what's right. And that's why the world can use it against you. But if you endure, and you tell when it comes, you, most of you have felt that pain, right? And as it hurt in the summers, you don't want to eat. 
you don't want to sleep. It feels like you just lost your girlfriend or something or your boyfriend for the women. But if you just endure that pain, you'll get past it. And if it gets so heavy, you can say, you know what, God, help me through this. And he'll help you. But you got to endure the pain. It's that ego that you feel in the pain. It feels like you, but it's not. It's that spirit that made a home in you. And only the love of God. So that's why once you're born again of God, it's not over yet. You got to die from the world. And he will kill that ego. And you'll be in the world and not of it. And no one can control you ever again. No one or nothing can ever control you. But you got to let that ego die. This is why people go to therapists and stuff and they take medication. Because the mind, Satan is telling them all this crazy stuff. You're going crazy. You're insane. And then so now you go and they pay a thousand dollars and they give you antidepressant medication. Because all that pain and stuff. But if you endure that pain, God is with you and you will get past. Doubt all thoughts when you're going through it. That makes sense. That makes sense, Cheryl. So the next time something happened up here and you start going through it, allow yourself to go through it. Don't complain. Don't worry. Let all thoughts pass about it and you'll be fine. Any questions about that? You got to endure the pain. Last question that then we got to end it. We got to end it. You got to endure the pain. Had you, that's, and that's what God, uh, perfect love endures all things and overcomes all things. But it's God's love. And in that fallen state, before you go and forgive so he can bring you back, you don't have help. God can't help you endure that pain. But when you, when you come back to him, then his love will fight that for you. The light will fight the darkness. All right? And the darkness have to leave. Yes, sir. So, so when people say, um, like, I have OCD or ADD or, you know, doo-doo-D or whatever, it's just really something else, right? It's spiritual pain. It's all spiritual. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. But, yeah, that's, that's what I, I was dealing with that a few days ago or whatever with, with some guy I was working with. And he kept saying, oh, I have OCD. So he's yelling and then he started crying and then he started laughing and then it was just up and down, up and down. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, I don't. I don't believe that. I don't, I don't believe you have OCD, so you got to treat people like, you know. That's why it's good to return to the Father, I'm telling you, because it's all spiritual, and you don't have help dealing with that. But, and, and so, oh, sure, I know why I wanted to bring that to your attention, too. You were saying that once you're born again, you don't want to say you're a Christian because you've done these other things, and some of the things you're still doing, right? Let them think whatever they want. You can help but do those things. God... It's not about that. He will clean you up, make you free of that. But he's about renewing the heart first. He want to give you love, renew the heart. That's why he'll bring you in and then he'll clean you up. He's not going to wait until you become uh, over all that fallen state stuff because you don't have any help. You can't overcome it. It's his spirit that you need to overcome that. And it doesn't mean you're not born of him just because you still may smoke a cigarette. Or, or get drunk or something. It's the heart that he's renewing. And in, in him, perfect love cast out all that stuff. That makes sense? Yes. Yeah. It, is that clear, everybody? Anybody doubt that? Or any, yes, ma'am. I have a question. Yeah. When you're talking about enduring the pain, like, is it best to stay quiet? 
like why like, you're doing to pay? Like for example, like my husband two days ago, he bought like this fryer thing, and he's looking for his the cookbook that comes with it, and he's like all mad and throwing stuff, like not throwing stuff, but just making everything disheveled. Right. And so I literally did not know where it was, and he's like going through all these cupboards, taking out all, everything, and. And because I said something like, oh, I came in and I said, oh, did you find it? He thought I was being passive aggressive. Uh, so so is it best to just not say anything? I mean, if you say something he doesn't want to hear, back off. Let him suffer. But what really worked, if, if he act like a woman like that again, you just say, you know what, honey, I really wish you would act like a man right now. <laughs> <laughs> you really act like that my won't mama. Work. <laughs> I need a man. You come down there, but okay. don't get. <laughs> okay. But don't get angry at him. Don't no, get, I don't. But I saw myself getting angry because, you know, I just I know I'm going to put all those things away. You know, I know. He yeah. Won't do it. But so I saw myself like, oh, I'm going to get it. I'm start, but I felt it. Yeah. And so instead, I just didn't say anything, and I let time go by. Sometimes it's best to let it pass. Because he can get so angry, he want to fight and all that crazy stuff. Because anger would cause you to overreact sometimes. So if you have to let it pass, let it pass. Okay. All right. Don't do it with anger, for sure. Is this your first time here? Yes. What's your name? Lorena. Lorraine. Yeah. Lorena, right? Lorena. Yeah. Uh, how'd you hear about us? YouTube. Nice. Yeah. Any questions about anything? Uh, I had one question. Like, so. In August, all of a sudden, I found one of your videos, and I was—I just kept watching all of them, and um, and so I sometimes I feel like I want to speak to my sister, but we've never had a good relationship. Speak right to the mic for me. We've never had a good relationship, right? And she's always like really angry, like she just kind of like every job she has, she has a problem. And she always either gets fired or leaves or I don't, whatever. Right. And so I feel like this has helped me so much that sometimes I want to tell her about it. But I know that she's so hard to talk to. Yeah. So sometimes I, do I go there or do I not? Wait for that perfect moment. If you stay aware, God will give you the perfect moment to talk to her. Don't, Don't do it before time. Don't make it happen. Allowed to happen, and if she receives it, fine. If she doesn't, and it doesn't mean that she would never think about it. One day down the road, she'll remember, oh, my sister told me I was crazy. And, okay. and that can help her to wake up. Okay. But wait for that moment. Okay. All right? Um, you, are you doing the silent prayer? I am. Nice. Yeah. That's amazing. So when you first heard the first video, what was your first thought? Well... Well, actually, I, one video I uh, saw that you said something how women have hell in them. Yes. And at first I was offended. I was like, what? But then I, st- I, I was like, well, he's got a point, you know. <laughs> so, so, so it kept me watching. And, nice. And so well, now my sister, one, I have two, two sisters, and one of them thinks, like, I hate women now. Yeah. And... Uh, my mom listens, but she's just kind of like, oh, you know. Uh, have you forgiven her? I did. Now, how did I that forgive- go? It was actually easier with my mom, um, but it was harder with my dad. And why? I don't know. I guess him and I have been close, but 
now that I think about it, I don't know if we have been close. Right. Because I just feel like we have this under, we're, we're very alike. So we have this understanding. Like, I'm, I guess my mom thinks I'm kind of like, can be kind of stoic. And that's how my dad is. Nice. And so she's like, well, question why I don't hug her and why I don't. But I'm just more like my dad is. Yeah. So I don't know. But I just, but I did forgive him. And I don't think he understood. Well, he doesn't need to. As long yeah, as you understand. I was happy. I, at some point, I just yeah. kind of was. He was telling me how he was upset that. Uh, not upset, but he's like, I don't understand why you're a Christian. And we were, we're Catholic and. I don't know. I I just dropped it at that point. I yeah. didn't want to continue. Just tell me, Hail Mary is not working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but don't take it seriously. Yeah, I did it. Nice. Well, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. All right. So listen, this year we're bringing Christianity back. We're loving God with all our heart, soul, and might, and we're going to endure. Right? Endure. You have the strength now, the power to overcome. The power... The love of God is the power to defeat evil. So now you got, he's going to help you uh, or cause you to overcome all the stuff you're doing. Your wrong relationship with people, places, and things. Your wrong relationship with whatever you're into. He will take that away from you. Because it's all ego. The reason you're into that stuff is because you fell away from God. Satan became your daddy. And Satan is all ego. And he caused you to do all this madness that we have done, right? And God would take that away because it's the spirit. So next week, I want to hear some endurance stories. And you got to do it quietly, going about your regular day, feeling like you, I've had so much pain like that. I didn't know what I know. What No one told me in advance that I needed to endure that. I went through it the hard way. I just couldn't. I couldn't tell anybody what I was going through, so I had to endure it, right? Because I knew it wasn't going to help. There was nothing they could do about it anyway. And so when I was going, when I first started going through it 30 years ago, it was so heavy. I would be like, you know what, God? I know that you're allowing this to happen. I don't know quite why, but just give me the strength to, to do it. And I, there were times when I couldn't even move. I would just fall out on the couch. And then I noticed, though, every time I asked him to help me, he gave me a little strength to deal with it. It'll come. And so over the years, it has gotten better and better and better. And you're going to find yourself in the world, but not of it. So when people come up with the lack of love for you and, and whatever they do, it won't bother you. You wish them well. You won't get angry at them. He loves us and he'll take care of us. Last word. Yes, sir. I just want to say one comment uh, real quick. Uh, I'm pretty sure all my military brothers have heard this before. Suffer in silence. Yes. Yes, suffer in silence meaning you can't walk around looking for sympathy. You can't be telling everybody about it. You can't be trying to eat your way out of it. Uh, Whatever, right? Go through it, and it will pass, and you shall be free. The ego is dying. They're not you. Absolutely. Anyway, that was fun. Oh, what's my new biblical question? Where's Nick? The anchor baby. What? That was what we were just talking about that now. It's the ego control of the flesh. You know how you hear the, 
spirit is willing, but but the flesh is weak. Well, that's because the ego controls that. But now that you've come back to the Father, the ego is subject to God, and God would do it. He would take the ego away, and the flesh would be fine. All right? What's the new biblical question? This is the ankle baby, my producer. <laughs> come down uh, here so they can see your ankle uh, baby. Uh, <laughs> Everybody know right, what an right. ankle baby is? Oh. What? Hey. Who said no? Oh, his mama got pregnant in Mexico. And, and then a minute before she was ready to drop him, she stepped across the border. You're slandering me. And the baby came, and now he's an anchor baby. My daddy wasn't. He fell at her anchor. I'm only half. <laughs> no, he's not really. Why do we call you anchor baby then? Um, I'm the son of an illegal. But the, the son of a... <laughs> After. But you were born in this country. Yes, made in America. <laughs> this is my radio producer, isn't it? Okay. What's uh, it? God, uh, God said salvation is of the heart. What does that mean? You've heard that before? Salvation is of the heart. Anybody ever heard that? Yeah. I want to know what does that mean. All right. Yes. Why are y'all looking crazy? Amazing. Uh, is this your first time here? Nice. Okay, I probably ask you that all the time. Huh? I'm sorry, man. It's just that all Mexicans look alike. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for coming. This was so amazing. I love the good fellowship. We're starting the year out right with love. Christians got to, y'all got to love one another. Don't gossip about each other. Don't listen to gossip about each other. Don't lie on each other. Don't. If someone tells you they got an issue, you pray for them, wish them well, rather than trying to destroy them. That's how it was when this country was great. We had real Christians then. We got to return to that. Christians don't love one another. So we got to love one another. The world hate one another. So when they find out stuff, they want to destroy you. When they know you got a little money, they want to take it or whatever, right? We can't be that way. So do the silent prayer. Uh, return to the Father. Love him with all your heart, soul, and might. And stay with the silent prayer no matter what. We are having our first men's forum this Thursday night at uh, 7 p.m. For men only every first Thursday night of the month. And then the third Thursday night for ladies only. So ladies, we will be having a meeting this. Am I in town this month? <laughs> I, I don't want to lie. I know I got to go and do a wedding somewhere, so I don't know when it. When is it, Hermes? Uh, you will be in town. Oh, no, you won't be in town. Ooh. So listen, lady, I'll do it the Thursday before that then. All right, because I know we didn't have it last year, so. But I, I got to go to Cancun and do a wedding. The last time I had to do a movie, right? I had to go and test it and, and, and do a movie. And so the choice was, should I help save the souls of the ladies or should I do a movie? <laughs> I'm like, that's not hard. <laughs> I'm doing the movie. <laughs> but I'll do it the, the Thursday before that. I, I, we'll make the announcement. All right. So thank you for your support. And uh, don't forget, we had that matching grant. We're almost there, right, Hermes? With the uh, 
someone would call up and say, hey, Jesse, time to give. The end time of year, you help my family. And he did a matching grant of 30000 and he'll give up to 30000 We can match it. He'll give up to that. So go to rebuildingaman.com. I think we're almost there. We have it to the end of January. Uh, I have some good news for the guys on Thursday night. Really amazing news. And I'm not just saying that so you can encourage you to come. You come anyway. You show up anyhow. The house is packed on Thursday night, the first Thursday. So uh, any other announcement, Hermes? Yeah. So thank you all so much. And stay with the silent prayer. And uh, happy new year. I wish everybody well this year. All right. Take care. And thank you guys. Too. Hold on one minute, guys. Just one minute.